0: This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled.
1: white y'all 100% I just took a DNA test turns out I'm 100% white white man 42% Irish 24% English 19% Scottish 11% Eastern European and Russia 4% whales I thought I'd have some black in me I got the motherfucking lips you see I thought I'd have 1% in the lips But I guess that's 0% in the lips I ain't got none in the hips I'm white as motherfucking paint y'all I'm white as a motherfucking piece of printer paper I'm white and I guess I shouldn't be surprised My mom said I never had any black in me And she wasn't saying it racistly, But she was I come from a bunch of motherfucking Irish They come over on some motherfucking boat Then they went to Alabama, that's no joke I come from a long line of white people they're all poor ass white mother poor people Irish sharecroppers that's my clan white people that are also very very poor <laughs> Oh shit, it comes back. Okay, okay, what is this? I'm not really familiar with Lizzo, but guess what, motherfucking I got a hoe. And I'm digging them potatoes. I don't know when I came over here. I got shitty, shitty beer from my potatoes. Actually that's vodka, shout out to the pretend, percent, that's Russian, anyways, I come from a long line of white people, poor ass white people, we come from Ireland, we moved to Alabama, my grandfather was a sharecropper, and you know that's just above slavery, so don't come at me about reparations. So yeah, there we go. I am 100% white. That's some uh, white wrapping for you. Obviously, you might think in the beginning there's some black in me with that subtle hint of flow, but apparently, no. Uh, so yeah, off-the-cuff wrapping is fun, even if, like me, you're terrible at it. It's interesting. So I took... um. Both Ancestry and Twenty Three Me. So if I so I would suggest Ancestry before Twenty Three Me because it uh, broke it down more. When I was doing the Twenty Three Me, it just said ninety eight percent Irish or Ireland and British. And then ten percent Eastern European, and uh, with ancestry as you heard, I got forty two percent Irish, twenty four percent English or England, yada yada yada, and then also, um, I got more hits on ancestry than I did on twenty three and me, for um people that may be related to me that have also taken the test uh, although on 23 Me, the people that did show up i know them there's my aunt uh, two cousins a second cousin and well two second cousins so i have that whereas in on uh ancestry i just have one person i know a cousin and then a bunch of uh, distant relatives, which then allowed me to see a branch of uh, some of my Alabama folks. Um, so that's to me that's a little more interesting than showing people that I'm or I already know that I'm related to. And uh, there was two random people. On my 23 Me, that I don't know. That might be related somehow to my dad. Or my mom. Who knows. But I was trying to do this to see if I have any. Uh, if I can find somebody from my dad's side. But the, the interesting thing is I am not. I don't have any black in me. But then according to this. and then But then I have a second or a third cousin who is, what is he, he's like, who's, um, where is it at? Oh, 35% Nigerian. Yes. But we share Europe and Wales, a little Wales for him, a little more England for him, for him, uh. So, yeah, that was that was, that was interesting. <clears throat> Almost as interesting as this interview I have for you where I was lucky enough to talk to one of Santa's elves on their break, their after-Christmas-before-New-Year's break. Right now, over Zoom, I'm going to be talking with an elf by the name of Toffee Apple Tipsy Bottom. And... Fortunately, after Christmas, the elves get a brief period of relaxation until the new year. They get, what, six days off a year? And fortunately, uh, one wanted to talk to me. I wasn't aware I had a listener in the North Pole, but hey, certainly Toffee Apple Tipsy Bottom uh, listens. Um, so, Topsy, how are you doing today? Well,
0: we got a lot of work to do here soon, so by my name Tipsy Bottom, you can definitely tell I drink a little, and it helps to drink when Santa screams because you forgot that lime green is not the same as fluorescent green, and a lot of people won't know, but there are certain people that it's kind of like with sub-genre, the subgenres of music. Well, you can be like rock, pop, pop rock. Uh, not the candy, although I do like candy. Um, but what I'm saying is, some people are so hyperfixated on colors, just like Santa is. Where if you do two that are pretty much th- the same, they will. Throw a fit, more or less, to tell you why it's not the same, even though it's slightly different hue. Like one of those mind puzzles where it'll be like, oh, the shadow casts, but it's actually the same color. You know what I'm talking about? Santa don't like that when you talk to him like that. You kind of just got to sit there and paint.
1: So, what you're saying is. Santa is not the most uh, wonderful boss.
0: Well, no, Santa. Santa's the real well. He feeds us all types of stuff. Um, and we get paid by um, the imagination of children. Every time a child imaginates an elf, we get a new one. So we we do pretty well. We haven't... Um, we haven't had to get, uh, get um, what what's the correct term these days? Um, not illegal aliens, but we haven't had to get help from another part of the world, more or less. We got plenty of elves that are fed well.
1: Why do you keep talking about being fed well? Like the way the way you're clinging to that, it's almost if it's an issue.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. It's not an issue at all. Us elves are very tiny, so we only eat a little bit. In fact, we survive mostly on, Well, you've seen elf, right? So you know we like our sweets. But I have to say that's not true. We like sweets as much as any other person with a sweet tooth. In fact, diabetes is the number one um, death for us elves. We have so many elves that are missing a leg. It's ridiculous. haven't you, you ever wonder why some... Some elves don't have uh, the, r- the right way to walk.
1: No, I've never seen that in any cartoon.
0: Well, we kind of have a little weird shuffle. And that's because a lot of our elves have peg legs. So they kind of took the idea of the shuffle and implemented in pop culture, so if you see the shuffling of a peg leg, you won't think too much of it, um, because, you know, Santa can always only eat so much milk and cookies, so he brings a lot of that back to us, and I don't know if you've had frozen milk that then is thought out, it's not good, it's not very good. And the time zones really, more or less. Uh, I was gonna say temperate. The see us elves have a, have a different kind of vernacular. So it's so so even though I'm pr- speaking good English, we have a vo- our own vernacular. So it's hard to come up the correct terms right off the bat.
1: Um. Can I just ask a real quick question right off the bat?
0: Sure you can.
1: Okay. I am a little conspiratorial, and there's, no, there's never been a reason why we haven't been able to fly over Antarctica. Is it because of your workshop? Because if there was evidence that you existed, then magic would exist, and and that would open up a whole weird worm of issues in i was going to say our modern world but in reality in general but there's also like operation high jump and then there's there's the idea that there's a nazi base there and uh, there are an or an alien base or have you seen any nazis or aliens running about
0: well I haven't seen any Nazis. Um but we do make Yahtzee when you if you if you write it down on your list. But we've never played Yahtzee with a Nazi. Um as far as aliens, there is a rumor that how Rudolph got His red nose was because his mother was impregnated by an alien. Or that Rudolph was abducted and then they did some experiment on his nose. But there's also a rumor that we have been using nuclear... Energy to run our factories, and that's how Rudolph mutated. Um, none of those are true, besides, I mean, besides that we run a nuclear energy, but you don't have to worry about that. We got it pretty safe. Nuclear magic is what we call it, honey. Magic. Nuclear magic. Um, now, I can't speak. For the reason, you know, Santa knows more about this stuff, we kind of get locked in. I mean, it's really cold. You know how you get frostbite? Well, we're so small, we get frostbite four times faster. So, um, as far as seeing anything... We're kind of like those chickens that can be called uh, free range where you live under a dome, but there's like a two-foot radius you can kind of shovel out. Or, you, know, you ever been into an aquarium where they got the little bubble you can stick your head in? Yeah, we got one of those that that we can see out of. But... I've never seen out the little sea hole. I've never seen any aliens or Nazis, as far as I can tell.
1: Okay, so there's no Nazis or aliens in Antarctica. And probably the reason is what I I said about magic.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, Santa knows. You, You would have to talk to Santa. But he's really hard to get to. He, when, when it's our time off, he slumbers. It's his slumber. He's kind of like Odin, that he has to fall asleep for a little while to catch up on his magic.
1: Okay. Um, another question that I've always wondered as a kid, but I guess the ma- magic... Solves most issues when it comes to Santa.
0: Fortunately, yes, or unfortunately, however you look upon it. Um, the thing about magic, uh, well, like, like I said, we have nuclear magic, but then Santa runs on magic, and um, I'm not, I'm not sure if I can say this, but Santa. Isn't super pure and jolly? As as I told you, he likes to yell. But uh, the magic we run on, yay. you know, Epstein. You know, Jeffrey Epstein. He was never on Santa's naughty list. That's that's really all I can say. And so, so you're saying? No, I'm not saying anything. So, so what you're saying is, I'm, I'm saying that Santa, Santa is just like any other person that can be bought or sold and swayed in any direction. And... Jeffrey Epstein was never on his naughty list. Now, I don't know if that means Santa got paid or if it's true that there is a a, a demonic cult that sacrifices children and Santa's part of it. I don't know. But the only thing I know... Is that we delivered presents to Jeffrey Epstein every year until his suicide?
1: That that's very. So, who else? That I can? Who? What about Ghislaine?
0: Oh, Ghislaine! Oh, sugar! You would think if we're not delivering to Jeffrey, we're not gonna be delivering to Ghislaine. Well, I hate to tell you, but she was a nice gal on his list. Uh,
1: I'm, 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 I can't. I'm trying to understand what's happening. Santa m- may have. You know, it makes
0: Yeah but b- before he say it he was he's he knows when you're awake and he knows when you've been sleeping. So y- Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just let you say.
1: So he Santa knows what Jeffrey Epstein did and he still put him on his nice list. And by this but and he never report
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, he never the CIA came in here multiple times. Um and they kind of just said Santa, we know your all seeing eyes and your crystal gaze, but please turn a blind eye to all those sex slaves.
1: When you speak to Santa, do you have to make it rhyme?
0: Well, no. It it was just fun. You know, sometimes you speak and you don't actually mean to rhyme.
1: Yeah, I understand. So the CIA went to Santa to tell him to turn a blind eye to child trafficking because they knew out of everyone, Santa watched children.
0: Well, yeah, yeah see I, I think you're getting to it. I think you're understanding what I'm trying to tell you
1: okay so i my next under my next thing is is he watching the children when they're naked?
0: Well, just like Jesus he's always watching sometimes you're just naked. You know, you, you got to be naked to, sh- to, to shower and bathe, unfortunately. And unfortunately, Santa watches that. Because who knows if you're going to be naughty in the bath. Sometimes the children will take a shit in the bathtub and throw it at their parent, And that's bad. Santa does not like turds being flamed.
1: So, this is becoming bizarre, to say the least. The for the matter of you, t- tipsy, tipsy. What, 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 what was your name? I'm sorry, it was kind of weird.
0: Ow. It's a Toffee Apple Tipsy Bottom. You were almost there. You kept saying tipsy. If you just want to call me tipsy, maybe Toffee Apple. Whatever, whatever works for you.
1: Okay, Toffee Apple. Santa helped turn a blind eye to the sex trafficking ring. Or he's part of it. I don't know, and I know you're not. Are are you?
0: You're you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you in the beginning. I'm a little tipsy. It's in my name. Um, unfortunately, um, I'm being watched now. So. Um, I mean, it's not like I was saying anything bad. Ain't that right?
1: Ho, ho, ho! There you are, Tipsy! I didn't think you knew the password.
0: Well, Santa, I'm sorry. Um, is that okay? If, If I just be watched... Well, now, tipsy. So, you know, what what's going on with your voice? <sighs> well,
1: not nothing's going on. Um, tipsy, please shut it off now. It's time to go. Santa, so, you know, I don't want to go All right now. Well.
0: I, I think I gotta go right now. Oh,
1: all right. Thanks, Tipsy. It was it was fun.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I don't think you're gonna hear from me anymore. Um, for all your listeners, can you imagine
1: me? I'm sure. Sure, we can. Ho, ho, ho it's time to go there you go that was a uh, toffee apple bo- to- toffee apple tipsy bottom in uh, a rare appearance from Santa Claus although I didn't see him he was in the back lurking it uh it was kind of ominous and menacing and what the fuck did Toffee Apple Tipsy Bottom mean by "Imagine Me"? What the fuck? Um. So unfortunately, I didn't get to ask all my questions, but uh, I mean, fortunately, Tipsy kind of let something out of the bag. Um, unfortunately, I think. Santa has either been honeypotted or he's or he is uh into ch- children, which I guess makes sense when he's always watching. Um Well, that was uh something special. What an interesting interview. Well, I think there is one thing I need to make clear, and that is I fear Santa is watching me now, and I don't know how to protect myself against somebody who is all seeing, partially all knowing, and. Somebody that runs on nuclear magic, whatever the fuck that is. Um, I mean, I don't have a chimney, but that's never stopped him creeping into a place before. He just slides under the door like a fucking flat piece of paper or something. I wonder if he has uh, what is what is it, tune, tune force, the most ultimate thing. Toon Force can defeat any anime character. I mean, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Pick three DBZ characters. Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo. They're done, dude. Ed, Ed, and Eddie will fuck them up. And that's what I'm dealing with, Santa. He is a a force. If you go into Marvel Comics, he is like an Omega-level mutant. So I don't know what's going to happen to me. But I'm going to keep doing this until uh, I stop for whatever reason. Maybe it's death by Santa Claus. I don't know. And now, I bring you a pigeon in the park. What what, what the fuck is that? What is that shiny thing? What is that? Time. What, 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 is that a to toenail? What is that? Oh shit. Is that seeds? Are they. Oh shit, that's the lady that feeds the birds. Good fucking. Good fucking. Seed. This is. What it what it, what is this? It's a sunflower seed? What is what, it, what is this? Is this corn, dried corn? It's good. Some good fucking yo, yo, is that a squirrel? Back back up. Back up. Back up you fucking son of a bitch. I'll peck your eyes. Fuck it. Squirrels always trying to come take my seed. Me and the brothers. Yeah, you motherfucker. I was, I was one of Mike Tyson's pigeons. You son of a bitch. I'll knock your squirrel tail off. You know what a squirrel is? It's rat equal. Rat is squirrel plus tail. <laughs> yeah, you fucking run, you piece of shit. Let me get my fucking seed. Some good fucking seed right here. Yeah, motherfucker. You know, you know? Oh sh oh shit. Oh, what what is that? Is that a dog I hear? I will beat the fuck out of you! You hear what I told that fucking squirrel? I got trained by Mike Tyson. I'm one of his fucking... You see this face, you remember this fucking face. Anytime I'm in this park, I'll fucking go to his house. He'll tap me up, and then you'll fucking know not to mess with me. Oh, you're bringing all your big dogs over here now. Fuck you. I'll fucking fly away, you pieces of shit. If If I had my boys, you'd be fucking dead. That's right. That's right, bag. You little pussy-ass bitch. Yeah, you're a cat. Yeah, fuck you, Fido. I'm out of here, you little punk-ass. I already ate my seeds. Fucking take a shit on you. The nerve of some fucking animal. You're just minding your own business, eating your lunch, and all the squirrels and dogs just wanna come. The fuck is this look li- The fuck is this little kid looking at me? The fuck you gonna? <coughs> the fuck you gonna? <coughs> Man, you little fucking toddler! You, you leave me alone. I, I was trained by my Tyson. How many times do I got to tell? Do I got to tell the whole park this? I'm not to be roughed around and messed with. Last thing you need is MT coming down here and and slapping you. Biting your ears. That's right. I call him MT because I'm close to him. You ever get a SP from an MT and by SP I'm talking sucker pun. Mike Tyson... Sucker punches so hard, it's like getting hit by a milk truck. You end up retarded. Okay. And I got that in pigeon form. Yeah, I think I'm done with this fucking part. There's too many people that are looking at you, talking shit. Yeah, fuck this park. It ain't a bunch of nothing but ho-ass tricks, trick-ass hoes. Yeah. Fuck. Better get seed somewhere else. And that was, I guess, Mike Tyson's pigeon in the park. What a interesting tale that was. For one... I think it would be an honor to be trained by Mike Tyson, but also a curse to be a pigeon. Although they are very smart creatures and can circumnavigate the globe through the Ma- what is it? The mag- whatever the magnetic force of the earth. That's how they can pinpoint locations. And if that isn't something special I don't know what is. So if a pigeon was an X-Men, I would think they would be in line to be magneto. I wonder if there's any connection between Jewish people liking pigeons. So I just watched the tread documentary yesterday, and it was a f- and it's something that I think Everyone might strive to do, and that was take a bulldozer and make it bulletproof, grenade-proof, and just destroy your enemies. It happened in 2004, and in the story is that this guy owned a muffler shop. as all these stories are, you know, it's just your average, normal guy that everybody loves. And through the shady practices of the mayor and the town council or town board, whatever, they are going to put a concrete plant right next to his muffler shop, which he's not for. And he does everything he can to have it not be built there as far as raising concerns of um, it reducing air quality for the town, what it might do to the water supply, everything, few and far between. He was raising questions and concerns about it. And what happened was... Because of him trying to stop the construction of this business, uh, it seemed to be, at least in his, his mind, that the powers of the town conspired to then make his life a laughing stock or make him a laughing stock. He goes on to say after he tried and failed to stop the concrete plant from being built and opening, uh, he lost the lawsuit and everyone in the town would just point and laugh at him. Um, So he gets humiliated. And obviously there's some, there's the two sides because he's saying these people are just conspiring against him. And then the, those people are saying, no, we weren't. We were just doing what we thought was best for the town by making this concrete plant. It was going to give jobs and the questions and concerns he put forth actually was good and it allowed us to regulate the business more. Um, <clears throat> so what happens is he ends up selling his muffler shop for a large amount of money and doing so, he then gives it all the way to his family. So now he's penniless and he spends, uh, the next, it doesn't, the, the documentary doesn't say, but like a month building this killdozer in a shop putting concrete slabs and steel that even a a, a 50 cal sniper rifle or 50 caliber whatever gun it was couldn't dent it um he had cameras mounted so he could see more or less 360 he had his own 50 cal sniper rifle pointed out the back so he could somewhat aim um, by looking at the monitors. And he just went around destroying every, everyone that had wronged him that was on the city council. So he went after the concrete place. He went after the town hall. He went after um, all, all their businesses and whatnot. He even tried to blow up the town uh, by shooting at propane tanks. And throughout the whole thing, he was just saying how it was God's will. You know, God wanted me to do this. God, like My favorite thing was he bought the bulldozer and then it sat for a year while a sale sign was on it. And he's like, well, it didn't sell. It was a gift. It was God telling me I got to build this killdozer it just so happens to fit in the garage sign from god telling me i need to wreak havoc just everything <laughs> everything was a gift from god from him to wreak havoc in his holy war against those who have wronged him and everyone can uh everyone can that can inspire see i would much rather have a new killdozer once a month and a and then then a, a shooting, a school shooting. To me, that would be a little more entertaining to maybe one day see a, a, a military-esque ramshackled vehicle somebody made in the garage that is going around fucking things up for those who have wronged. Um where where was i going with this yes he ends up killing himself at the end and i think he welded himself inside of it because the cops couldn't breach it they they even tried to throw um flash flashbangs in like the air ventilation ports but it didn't do anything this man they 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 even tried to climb up on it at one point, and he put Vaseline on 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 it. He had a, a system, uh, like a air pressure, like a giant air tank, that he would um, release air pressure to clean the dirt and debris off of his cameras, so he could see. Um, it it's pure genius. <clears throat> and. I don't think anyone died. All I think all that happened was property damage. And once again, if we did that instead of killing people, that would be that would that'd be interesting. It would be almost as though the weather underground, where they were trying to um, show America what we do throughout the world, blowing things up, taking things over, coups. Um, so I think the world. I, I I think if we could go into contraptions based on destruction versus just blatant blind killing for no other reason, as far as logical, I guess there's always like, oh, they were bullied. There was this. There was that. Fucking. Uh, but i am one for having a killdozer a month instead of a mass shooting a month that would i think make things a little more interesting a little less death and more destruction uh it it i watched it with my parents and they they were interested in it too i mean the whole angle of god telling him to do all this any he, he ends up didn't I say he ends up killing himself and then they have to like spend 5 hours cutting the metal around in to get in to see the dead body. And unfortunately they did dismantle the entire thing and chop it up. And the two two of the residents that was on his hit list, two brothers say that it was a shame because if they kept The Killdozer, then they could have had some sort of tourist tourist attraction and it would generate some revenue for the town because it was just a, a random town in Colorado. It seemed to be a small mountain town sort of in the vein of South Park where everyone knows one another because during the rampage they figured out who he was because of where he was, uh, where and what he was attacking going after. And because of that, then they were able to, girl, get down. Don't, don't get up there, cat. They were then able to tell people to evacuate buildings because they knew, oh, they went after Jefferson. Now Tony got hit. So let's tell fucking the Daniel brothers to get out or whatever the fuck their name was. It was an interesting thing. I really like documentaries like that. Um, and uh, I guess with that, I will leave you alone for this week. I'm sick of this place. I hope you enjoyed the after Christmas special. Hooray!